I'm Patrick Reynolds, founder of Kenzai, and this is Welcome to Your Body. In this podcast, we strive for true knowledge, dismissing myths, gimmicks, fads, getting to the bottom of what makes fitness actually work, and make your body change. Today we're talking about one of my favorite topics, fitness gadgets, fitness gizmos, fitness gear that doesn't actually deliver results. This is a billion dollar industry, people buying crappy stuff online from late night TV or from the store uh, that promises big results and doesn't deliver anything. The only thing that will get lighter and thinner is your wallet. So why do people fall for these things and why do they not work? So we're talking about ab rollers, ab crunchers, ab rockets, ab sliders, Bowflex gems, shake weights, you know the usual things, electroshock belts, these things go on and on, and they're a continual thorn, in my side at least, because I see people spending their hard-earned money on something that just doesn't work, and if they would just take that money, or even just the energy that went into making that money, and put it towards some real things, it would get so much farther, and be so much happier. When I look at the mistakes people are making buying exercise gear, I see three broad categories. The first category is what I call wishful thinking. Products that fall into this category are promising results that just aren't plausible. The best example is the classic ab belt that stimulates your abs with little electric shocks. So you can get a six pack while sitting on the couch. Do you want tighter, firm abs but don't have the time to work out? Then you need the Shape and Tone System. The Shape and Tone System Sportelec Ab Toning Belt works. Man, that is incredible. Can't believe I'm getting an ab workout. <laughs> A modicum of critical thinking would stop anyone from buying this. If it was really possible to get great abs with one of these belts, why isn't everyone using them? Why aren't there ab belt shops next to every cell phone store? But of course, when a person buys one of these ab belts, they're not thinking critically. Their head is in a foggy daydream that maybe, just maybe this time it's not a scam and I can actually get these abs that I really want. It is always a scam. Some more products that fall into the wishful thinking category. These are the things like those shoes that have rounded bottoms that claim to tone your button legs. And in fact, Reebok had to pay a $25 million settlement for false advertising for these shoes that they said would tone your buttocks. And it was just a lie, just a made up lie. This includes things like those face massagers that you roll that are supposed to reduce aging and wrinkles. And pretty much any cosmetic brand is going to have a lot of these wishful thinkings that you're gonna reduce years of age off your face with a cream or something. Wishful thinking products also include things like magnetic bracelets and necklaces that claim to improve your athletic performance due to some impossible mojo voodoo stuff about ionizing your cells or something like that. This also includes those instability machines that vibrate or rotate your torso and they promise to build muscle just as you sit or stand on them. All of these are wishful thinking. Your body is a result of millions of years of ruthless evolution. So trust me when I say that any shortcut to build muscle and burn fat has been discovered and exploited by Mother Nature eons ago. When you buy into the wishful thinking of these products, you do the entire world a disservice. You waste your time and energy on things that don't work, 
and you fund charlatans and scoundrels who feast on your gullibility. These are not people you want to be giving money to. When they're not devising their next scam product, they're sitting in their beachfront mansions laughing at you. Believe it. So that's your wishful thinking product. These are probably the worst of the worst. The next level will be what I call one-trick ponies. And this is a, just a step up from outright scan products. This is a class of gizmos which work only one very specific muscle. The best example is the Thighmaster. They sold millions and millions of these things in the 90s. They promised shapely legs and thighs just by squeezing this springy contraption between your knees. Oh my god, Becky, look at her butt. The thing is, this movement mostly targets three little muscles in your groin area. The pectineus, the brevis, and the gracilis abductors. So these little muscles are buried deeply under the skin of your inner thigh. Uh, you can kind of feel them when you squeeze your thighs together with your hand in between. Toning these muscles will do nothing for the overall shape of your leg or your butt. They're the tiniest little muscles. They don't make a difference. They don't make an impact. So the thigh master is technically working it's not a false advertisement, but the muscles it's working are inconsequential and they can be trained much more effectively with other forms of exercise. If you did want to tone up your pectineus muscle, there are way better exercises than the thigh master out there. And of course, whenever we talk about this kind of thing, your body fat is the single biggest factor in how shapely your legs are going to be. And then you have things like squats and lunges, which will tone the entire leg system with no gear required not just the trio of these little inner leg muscles, which no one's ever going to see. So almost all of the as-seen-on-TV products are one-trick ponies. Other examples include the shake weight. This promises to build muscle through dynamic inertia as you hold the device still and shake it. This thing is going to result in a microscopic amount of muscle gain. Muscle grows when you move it through its full range of motion against resistance. Shaking and vibrating never ever work as well as clean, big muscle movements. This also includes things like uh, ab rollers, ab rockers, ab circles, whatever, anything ab in it is going to be a one-trick pony. These products promise better torso definition by isolating the abs for a targeted burn. And you will get burn when you use these things, but dramatically less burn than a proper unaided core exercise. When you work your core without the crappy plastic accessory, your abdominus rectus, your transverse abdominus, your internal external obliques, and your spinae erecti all have to learn to work together. And that gives you a fully integrated core. It's not only going to look better, you're going to function better. You're going to be stronger, you're going to be more coordinated. When your core is in a good place where all the pieces are talking to itself, you're able to put your body exactly where you want it at any given time. So it's really helpful for sports. And of course, you're going to have the aesthetic effect. Another example of one trick pony product is the Bosu ball or any kind of balance equipment. This gear is good for increasing your proprioception, which is your awareness of body in 3D space. But when you try to combine these with strength training, you don't actually get much of a result. So you see people standing on a Bosu ball while doing curls or something like that. You're getting the worst of both worlds there. Either practice balance work or work on your biceps. Don't try to mix them. So there's been some studies on this. Those things do not particularly help you. Get off the booster ball. 
do your weightlifting correctly. And if you really want to work on your balance, if you're a surfer or snowboard or something like that, uh, work on your balance by itself. That's the way your brain and your body are going to learn this stuff. Finally, any other gadget that exists to perform just one simple repetitive movement is going to be a one-trick pony. You are going to always get better results using a full range of motion and dynamic situations that call on your muscle chains to work together. There's nothing else to say on this. If you go to any serious gym with serious people and you look around for any of these as seen on TV products, any thigh masters, any shake weights, you are not going to find any. Isn't that interesting? People that actually know what they're doing do not use these products. Learn from them and don't get suckered into buying a one-trick pony fitness gadget. Finally, we have our third category of fitness gizmos. I call this one, Someday My Prince Will Come products. Things get a little more interesting now. This class of products starts to get into real equipment. These are things like a really good set of free weights or kettlebells or a nice squat rack with a bench and a barbell and everything you need or a smith machine, a treadmill, elliptical machine. These are all things that people buy for their homes and have perfectly plausible pathways for building muscle or burning fat. And yet, the majority of people who buy these things do not get the results that they wanted when they bought it. So what's going on here? I have a daughter, and we recently watched Snow White. And man, that movie does not age well. The main character is unbearable. She's a simpering, mindless victim of circumstance. She's just waiting for her prince to come rescue her. And a lot of people have this same someday my prince will come attitude towards their physical condition things aren't lining up for them right now but one day one day they're gonna find the right regimen and they're gonna get the right equipment and everything's gonna click and they'll be on their way to the best shape of their life the classic example of this is someone who takes up a new hobby and before actually doing any of the hard work they go to the shop and get geared up I used to run a yoga studio and we would see this. People would come in for their first lesson. They'd never done a day of yoga in their life and they'd be wearing $150 yoga pants. They'd have a organic mat that was $100. bucks. they would have a nice uh, mat carrying case that looked really stylish. They'd already put in several hundred dollars into gear and they had not sweat one drop for yoga yet. And often those people would be the ones who didn't last very long. The people that I like to see, the people that gave me a good sense that they were going to stick around were people that came in ratty gym shorts and an old t-shirt and asked to borrow a studio mat. Uh, they were always better students. Here's how it happens. You decide it's time to change your life and you've figured out some new exercise program or piece of equipment is going to be the catalyst. And even before you've lifted a finger, your brain is sending out feelings of satisfaction and accomplishment just from imagining how good you're going to feel one day. This is pleasurable. Your brain is getting the serotonin and dopamine that it likes, but of course it's fleeting. And so you're looking for your next hit of happiness and then you hit the store and suddenly you can buy all this tangible stuff. And this tends to keep up the drip feed of good feeling hormones as you're imagining yourself starting this new life with this new gear that you can now touch. It's a well-known fact that shopping releases pleasure hormones. So you combine that with the power of feeling like you're bettering yourself and the smugness of knowing that you're buying all this uh, gear which is going to make your life better versus you know some other junk which other people are buying and you kind of enjoy almost a fugue state. That's what I call it. If you go to a sports store you'll see people especially around the beginning of the year 
uh, come in there with a kind of a glaze in their eyes. They're ready for change. They're kind of high on the sense of empowerment that comes from changing our lives. And that's when the salespeople are licking their lips in anticipation because they know some big sales are going to come in. So everything's fine except for the pesky fact that this person has not actually done any exercise yet. The first session comes and they get smacked in the face with the reality of their situation, which is exercise is hard. And at first you're not very good at it. And you got a lot more exercise in front of you than behind you. And your goals have a lot of ups and downs before you reach a place where you're going to be happy. So you falter and you give up. And now you have all this gear staring at you that makes you feel bad that you wasted money and you wasted time. And you shove it into a closet where you can't be reminded of your own personal failure. This is the pattern most people go through when they buy an expensive piece of real gear. They think that this is their prince. This is the thing that's going to get them moving. I mean, after all, look how much money I spent. Of course it's going to work. True fitness efforts work the opposite way. You start with minimal gear or none at all, and you get to grips with your new activity first. And after some time, you start to see the benefit of a specific piece of equipment and you make a purchasing decision based on exactly what you need, not the price point or the brand name or the trendiness of the item. And over the years, you might add to your collection, but you're making smart purchases based on needs, not blindly buying things to make yourself feel better. So we like to say dilettantes buy gear first and buy gear often. But professionals buy gear last and do it rarely. Try to fall into that second category and you're going to get a lot further, a lot more bang for your buck as well. So to review, we've got three main categories of products. The first category is wishful thinking products. These products are scams. They just don't work. Use your common sense. If it sounds too good to be true, especially with fitness in your body, it is too good to be true. Your body works on ancient evolutionary principles. It cannot be easily tweaked with a simple gadget or a pill or a powder or anything like that. Next category, one-trick ponies. Avoid these gadgets that only work one small muscle or do one thing repetitively. Your body is a complex, integrated organism. Everything needs to work together for it to get stronger. Always default to full range of motion exercises, not little uh, back and forth thigh master or shake weight type exercises. Finally, someday my prints will come products. These things are fine in themselves, but it's probably your problem that you're thinking this piece of gear is going to be what gets you moving. Your mind is what gets you moving, and the gear comes later, if at all. And I know so many people that are in amazing shape that look like they could be on a fitness magazine cover who don't own a single piece of equipment. They only use body weight. So that is the truth. Believe it and don't waste your money on these types of products. Thanks for listening to Welcome to Your Body. If you want to learn how to get in great shape without a bunch of gimmicks and fad diets and plastic gizmos that are going to clutter up your closet, join the Kenzai program. They're launching every month. Hit up Kenza.com and learn more. Until next week, thanks for listening.